Welcome to Impact Talk, the podcast where we share inspiring stories of meaningful change. I'm your host, Nadine Zidani, sustainability and climate activist based in Dubai. I'm also the founder of a strategic consulting academy and research hub dedicated to empowering entrepreneurs and businesses to create positive environmental and social impact within the MENA region. On Impact Talk, we connect with individuals who are genuinely committed to making a difference. These are people who've embraced their purpose and are willing to go the extra mile. Here at Impact Talk, our aim is to do more than just talk. We're all about sharing tangible ways to drive change. In each episode, we'll dig into how our guests tackle social and environmental challenges, from initial ideas to actual impact, as they share their authentic stories. Our goal is to inspire you and show you how you can contribute to the planet's environmental and social well-being. Get ready to engage with our guests and take meaningful action. Don't forget to subscribe to Impact Talk now. You can find us on YouTube and all major podcast platforms. We're also active on Instagram, so follow us at impact.talk. Remember, everyone has the power to make a difference. Have you ever dreamed working in a company with a bigger mission than just profit? A company with values that align with yours, where leadership is synonymous with service, and success is measured in positive impacts on society as much as the bottom line. A company where each employee is treated with respect, valued for their unique contributions, and given the opportunity to make a real difference. If your answer is yes, well, I'm excited to introduce you to the visionary CEO of Bilab Africa, a non-profit organization driving economic systems change, Lucy Mwige. With over 15 years of experience, Lucy is passionately dedicated to helping businesses succeed while making a positive difference for all stakeholders. In this episode, you will discover the B Corp certification for companies driving business as a force for good and how it is reshaping the future of business in Africa. Welcome to Impact Talk, the podcast driving positive action. Lucy, welcome to Impact Talk. I'm very happy to have you with us today. Thank you, Nadine. Thank you for inviting me. I'm also really excited to have this discussion with you. We've had it so many times before, and it's great to continue it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? We're going to start really by the beginning, because <laughs> we talk a lot about B-Lab and B-Corp. So can you first you know, explain us what's B-Lab and, and what's the overall mission of B-Lab? That's a great question, Nadine. So B-Lab is a global network that creates standards, we create policies and tools for business. And one of the things we are really well known for globally is that we certify businesses as B corporations. So B corporations are companies that have met a high standard of verified social and environmental performance, public transparency and legal accountability to balance profit and purpose. As a global network, we are actually based all over the world. I am based in Africa and support businesses in Africa. We have offices in UK, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, US and Canada, and even Latin America. So there is actually an office to support a business that actually wants to learn more about sustainability. So our mission as B-Lab is to redefine success in business as not just for profit, but also for the overall impact 
that the business is making in their employees, their community, and their environment. And our vision as B-Lab is one of an inclusive, equitable, and regenerative economic system for all people and planets. Yeah, so that's in a nutshell is B-Lab, our mission and our vision. It's a global network. So yes. can you tell us more about how the B Corp movement started in, in Africa and what led actually to, to decide to start an office in, uh, in Africa? B-Lab Africa was founded back in 2017. And this was through funding from what was previously called DFID, and DFID now stands for Department for International Development, which is now known as the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office. BLAB Global then submitted a proposal to start a hub in Africa, and we proposed that the office should be based in Nairobi, Kenya. And the reason for Nairobi, Kenya is because Kenya is one of the fastest growing economies in sub-Saharan Africa, we face a relatively stable social, economic, political environment. There's a rapidly growing community of entrepreneurs, government support, availability of capital and investors, and a growing support for innovation and entrepreneurship. So it did make sense to actually set up base in Kenya. So at the beginning, we were only supporting businesses in East Africa, basically Kenya and the surrounding countries in Africa. And the whole idea was to create awareness of how businesses can incorporate responsible business practices. And through that, we were certifying businesses as B Corps, and we were also running impact measurement and management programs because not every company is ready to be a B Corp. But one of the things Bila believes is that every company can start their journey towards sustainability and being a good business. So also supporting such businesses that may not be ready to become B Corp, but they can learn how to incorporate all the sustainable business practices using our tools, our impact measurement and management tools that uh, have been created by BLAB. Again, as I had mentioned, just to finalize, we are actually now, then we started by supporting only East Africa. Then a year later, we were now supporting South Africa uh, and businesses based in Southern Africa. But two years ago, we've actually been getting a lot of traction from businesses all over Africa. We now uh, moved from being called BLAB East Africa and at the beginning of this year, we now shifted to being called BLAB Africa. So now we actually support businesses all across Africa, right? Our hub, our offices or HQ for Africa is in Nairobi, but we support any businesses across Africa that would want to use our tools, that wants to learn how to be more sustainable. Welcome, just approach us. We'd be happy to support. How did your own story started with BLAB? I actually was one of the founding team at BLAB Africa. So at that point, I started off as an operations manager when BLAB started in 2017. I was actually employee number one after the founder. I have done business development and programs at BLAB Africa. I've actually had done a bit of everything at BLAB Africa and actually took over the role as CEO in September last year. So I can actually say that I know how we have evolved, how we have grown. And to be honest, Nadine, it's very exciting. What led you actually to join BLAB 
you worked in other companies before. So I'm very curious to know, because when it comes to impact and sustainability, we all have amazing stories, honestly. So what led you from a more traditional job to, you know, becoming part of B-Lab? My background, what I studied in university was actually uh, finance and accounting. I did a degree in finance and accounting. I did a master's of finance. I did them back in Australia. I became a qualified chartered accountant, uh, registered in Australia. And that was back in 2005 to 2012. Then I'd been in Australia for nine years. And then I decided it's time to come back home. I've always been very passionate about Africa in general. Right. So I thought it was time to come back home and see how do I contribute? How do I make my continent better because I see the potential. I think now that I'm in this role, I see the potential. So I came back home um, in 2013. Still, I was doing a traditional job. I joined um, a financial services uh, company. And then at that point, I didn't know the founder and um, they told me they're setting up shop in Kenya. It really resonated with who I am as a person right? Because I came back to actually contribute and make Africa better. So just reading about the vision and mission of B-Lab actually really aligned with my personal goals and values. And I was like, okay, let me give it a shot. It's in line with what I'm doing really, because when I was being the operations manager, I was also managing our finances. So I did apply. I went through the competitive process of, you know, recruitment. Luckily, they offered me the job since I was the best candidate. And that's how the journey began uh, back in 2017. Yes, we are a global network, but we are a link team in Africa. I can see how my skills have grown. I came to love more about what we do, learning more about impact. Basically, what we're trying to do, where we're trying to shift mindsets. All these challenges that we're having in Africa, social and environmental challenges, businesses can also be part of that conversation because for the longest time, it's only been government and the civil society. But businesses can take such an active role because they are the ones who employ most people in Africa. Six years in, I'm still here. Very, very excited about the work that we do, the future plans that B-Lab had. As I said previously, the conversations we were having back in 2017 have really changed now. We have bigger companies wanting to certify, being invited across Africa to also speak about the work that we do. Honestly, Nadine, it's a very exciting time. You're doing a great yeah. job, Lucy. It's uh-huh. fascinating to see the journey, actually, because you, you were part of from the beginning, you know, of, of B-Lab. And knowing yes. that you came back to Kenya to make an impact, and then, you know, you met, you know, the founders of B-Lab and suddenly things, you know, came into place. I just, I love it. It's a really a beautiful story. And yeah. I'm so happy to see you now heading the, the B-Lab Africa. You have now 60 companies certified B Corp in Africa, which is amazing. Congratulations. Can you tell us some success stories of, of companies B Corp certified? If you have some examples that you can share with us. We have slightly over 60 B Corps, which to be honest, I'm always very excited about. I'm always proud about anytime a company becomes a B Corp, I consider it pure joy. A lot of our B Corps are based in Kenya because, I mean, that's where we started. But now we also have a growing and thriving community across Africa. So I'd like to highlight two. 
One, we have a, a social enterprise called API Athlete that is based in Senegal. They distribute reusable personal care products such as reusable baby diapers, women's sanitary pads, and eco-friendly useful accessories. We also have one called We Light Madagascar that's based in Madagascar. They uh, deploy and operate solar and hydro mini grids in rural areas. For a company to become B Corp certified, we actually work with businesses, all types of industries, all types of sizes, from a zero founder to a company that is 1,000 plus employees. Certification and sustainability is not only for multinationals and big businesses. And that's what a lot of, uh, I'd say, businesses think, that it's something that is so expensive that only multinationals can do. But I'd like to emphasize that even at B-Lab, we have zero founder businesses. We have businesses that have five employees. We also have the multinationals as well. The beauty about our certification assessment is it doesn't matter where you're based in terms of geography. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter the industry. We believe every business is going through a journey and they can become uh, certified. There are a few uh, industries that we say they're controversial and we have not yet determined the pathway for certification. But again, as I said, every company can use our tools and they start their journey, the certification journey. That's the beautiful thing about the, the B Corp you know, tool, what we call the BIA, is that any kind of company and any kind of industry at the end of the day can use it. Do you see any trends in terms of industries? You said that it's open to any type of industries, but in, especially in Africa, do you see any, any trend? Again, as I said, we certify any type of business, but what stands out is a lot of businesses that are trying to raise capital or funds do want to get certified. One of the reasons is they're trying to get their funding maybe from impact investors, financial institutions that do care about impact. Mm -hmm. And most of this funding is coming from Europe mainly, right? Who have, have very high standards when it comes to ESG, right? So there's that element of when you are B Corp certified, right? There's that mark of approval that you have gone through a very rigor due diligence. And you're a good business, right? So we have such businesses that are certified. We also have businesses that do a lot of exporting to the developed market. Here we're looking at Europe, UK, US. And you see their consumers are more aware, Nadine. They're more aware. They want to know the story. They do care about what they are purchasing and they don't mind paying a premium for it. Right. Because they are in terms of the fact that, you know, they have a higher purchasing power and the fact that they are willing to support businesses that are being responsible and are trying to be sustainable. Because the whole idea of even our theory of change as B-Lab is we get these companies that are certified B-Cops who we are shining a light that they are really good businesses. We have created tools so that every business that wants to get into that journey can do it. You don't have to become a beacon, but you can start that process. And when you're ready, mm. please join this elite class. And the final thing is we want consumers to support this type of businesses, right? Because the whole idea is we still want the business to be profit making, to be able to employ more people. It is possible for a business to be profitable and purposeful. This are uh, 
uh, we have businesses that, again, export abroad. And since especially in the developed markets, the consumers know about the Bicop brand. They know about it and they are willing to support it. So that helps us grow our movement um, in Africa. Not industry specific, but those are the two major companies that come to us that are interested in certifying. It's a trend not only in Africa, I believe. So um, the early adopters that I see as well here in the Middle East are mostly startups. It makes a lot of sense. Like talking about, they said they are coming to us. So what Bilab does to support companies in getting the B Corp certification? For a company to become a certified B Corp, I know we've talked about the B impact assessment, but that is the first step for any business is to start with completing what we are calling the B impact assessment. So this is an online confidential platform that is designed to help businesses be able to measure, manage, and improve on their company's impact on their governance practices, their employees, community, customers, and the environment. So that is always the first step, completing that the impact assessment tool. And the reason why we say it's great is because, again, you're able to add in your team members to work on the, on the tool. We want it to be a collaborative effort. Yes, as a business. So you are able to add your team members. You're able to get a PDF and work offline if that's what you want. You're also able to see how you stack up against other businesses. You're able to come up with an improvement report where you can improve as a business. You're able to set goals. So to be quite honest, I know I work at Billa, but I think it's also a really exciting tool for any business that is trying to start their journey. So the first thing is you need to complete the B impact assessment as a business, mm -hmm. right? Um, once you complete the B impact assessment tool, the B impact assessment is actually a point-based platform. What that means is every time you complete the tool, you actually get a specific number of points, right? So if by any chance you are interested in becoming a certified B corporation, you will submit your assessment. There is a minimum point that companies need to get, which is 80 points out of 200. If you haven't gotten 80, we'd still encourage you to still use the tool and use it to improve. But if you have more than 80 points and you're interested in getting certified as a B Corp, we'll ask you to submit. And what happens is our team will actually now receive your uh, assessment. Based on where your most of your operations are, that is the office that is going to receive your application. So I'll give an example. If you're based, let's say, in um, South Africa or anywhere in Africa, it will be the B-Lab Africa office that is going to receive it, obviously, online. And that's how we know you're interested in certification. Once you submit, what happens is a company goes through what we call a very high-level evaluation just to make sure you are eligible for certification. And here we are checking you're a for-profit business because certification is for companies that are trying to make a profit. Right? So it's for for-profit businesses, and we'd want you to have at least operations for more than one year. For us to be able to do a due diligence, you must have been doing some sort of operations for a year. So we're doing just high-level eligibility. Once we are certified, satisfied that you know what, this company is eligible, we now move it over to what we call verification. 
and verification is where we actually do a very thorough due diligence process. That's another team. That's another team. How we have structured B-Lab is because the partner offices are the ones that actually have that point of contact with businesses in terms of business development, partnerships, relationships, helping businesses work through submitting their assessment. But because we are still trying to maintain the standard of the assessment and that there is no conflict of interest, right? Certification actually sits through our global office, our head office that's called B-Lab Global. So that's where where our verification analysts sit. So from B-Lab Africa now, it actually moves to now our global office that actually does the verification. We work hand in hand. Because, I mean, we have the relationship with the organization that wants to certify. But just to make sure that, you know what, the company that is certifying is because they are a good business, they've gone through the due diligence and verification, it now sits with now our, again, as I said, uh, B-Lab Global, where our verification analysts, they sit under. And this actually currently, our verification analysts are, ba- are based in Europe, Asia, and the U.S., what happens is they'll ask for a, a supporting documentation. They will have a call with the, the business, a 90-minute call. Certification from beginning to end, depending on the size of organization, it can take eight months to even 18 months to two years, based on obviously the size and complexity of an organization. We are trying to maintain the quality of the certification as much as possible. This is what makes it actually a credible certification mm-hmm. uh, yes, internationally. Yes. And so, yeah, yes. when you do an audit, when you have to submit evidences, yeah, that's, mm. that's a different story. We also do what we call recertification. At the moment, that takes place every year. So let's say we certify company A in 2023. What happens is the business has to go through the same process in 2026. All you do is you update your B-impact assessment again, you resubmit it, and you go through the same process. And the whole idea is, again, as you say, we're still trying to maintain the credibility of the uh, of the certification. We're still trying to make sure that the business is still a good business. There is an annual fee that needs to be paid uh, to become a certified B-Corp. That's a very good way, actually, to make organization improve their impact and have planned for the next three years. So it's not like a one-off certification yeah. that I got, yes. you know, for the next, you know, 10 years. It's, yeah, so I must idea, become better. Nadine, you're so right. Because even us as B-Lab, we do believe businesses should be continuously improving because no business is there yet. Even the ones that are certified can still work in becoming better in a certain uh, department um, in their organization. Yeah, absolutely. You said that B-Lab is a global organization because we have B-Lab US Canada, B-Lab UK, for instance, and, and B-Lab Africa. So what are the challenges you are facing in Africa that are really specific to Africa? Markets are different. It is something we need to recognize here. Africa is still considered, you know, an early stage market. We're still creating awareness. The challenge, obviously, is organizations don't know where to start. I mean, we do have multinationals, but the truth is most of the businesses in Africa are SMEs. Yeah. And they don't know where to start. How do I start my sustainability journey? What is sustainability? A lot of them still consider it a nice to have. They still don't see it as something that is fundamental. 
So I'd say one of our challenges, again, is trying to change mindsets. Why is sustainability important? In our space, we use very complex terms. Absolutely. Sustainability is something so simple that you are actually doing it every day. We might call it sustainability, but it's really the impact that a business is creating every day. It could be positive, it could be negative, but we want to make sure it's positive as much as possible. Right. So just supporting businesses in helping them understand that is actually something you're currently doing. What we're trying to assist you in is just how do we make sure we are emphasizing the positive impact more? Right. And that's the beauty about our tools, because the tools now businesses are able to use. And you'll realize even as we speak about impact and sustainability, the tool as it has been created, we look at five impact areas. So we are looking at your business holistically. We are looking at the impact that you're creating, your employees. Like, how are you treating them? Especially now, post-COVID and during COVID, we're looking at, you know, mental health, professional development, what other benefits are able to give. We're looking at your governance practices. Uh, Do you have a board of directors, supply chain, community? Are you hiring locally as much as possible? So, Honestly, we are looking at things that affect a business on a day-to-day basis. Good practices as an organization in terms of operations. Then you're already being working towards being a sustainable business. We have been able to also curate programs where we work with partners and we're willing to customize programs based on obviously where the business is at. What do they need to know? You know, there are others that don't understand what sustainability is, what impact will work with them from that level, right? And customize something simple. And others already know. They want to know more. So Mm -hmm. they need a bit more information. So I'd say our tools have really helped Mm -hmm. a lot in terms of creating that awareness, demystifying what sustainability and impact is. We do have what we call be leaders as well consultants or individuals that we have trained with uh, on our tools, right? Especially the Bay Impact Assessment so that they can actually support these businesses. Even when we cannot give that very personalized consultancy, those are some mm. of the things we have done. To touch upon the challenges, yeah. I think what you said about, you know, the jargon around sustainability, it's absolutely true. And it's, it's really a big issue. And I, I'm facing the same challenge. And whenever I have discussion with businesses, because I'm a B leader as well, you mentioned mm-hmm. the B leader network. And it's fascinating that people don't realize that they are already making a positive impact by the decisions they are making, by the suppliers they are selecting, by how, you know, they are just, you know, doing the day to day business. And I always see, you know, big eyes, you know, whenever and say, oh, but that that's really good. That That's a good, you know, you should do the VA, you will learn even more. They're like, oh, really? I think it's really one of the biggest challenge right now. I totally agree. And that's why we really try as Bilabis, how do we simplify the language? Because mm-hmm. traditional businesses are already doing it. So we just need to meet them at their level as we try to create more awareness on why impact is important, why you need to Mm. embed it in your operations, in your Mm. business model. Looking ahead, what are the plans for the future for B-Lab Africa? We are currently over 60 B-Cops, so we do want to hopefully be 100 B-Cops by a time like this next year. 
we'd love to be a thousand big cops in three years so we are working hard we have ambitious goals i mean now we're supporting businesses across africa saying you know when there's just the time is right i think now it is there's that momentum about businesses caring about sustainability and i totally agree yeah and um as bilab africa one of the things we'd want our goal and vision is to be seen as a thought leader in sustainability in africa and one of the things we do believe will help us do that is also curate even more programs any company can start their sustainability journey not every business can be a b corp right but every company can start their sustainability journey so how do we get them be part of our community part of the bila movement is by creating programs that will help them continue with that sustainability journey using their organizations as a force for good to help us solve all these social and environmental businesses so those are say, the three things thought leader in sustainability programs across africa to work with businesses to meet them at their point of need continue certifying businesses and also shining a light, a light on these credible leaders and then one of the things we're just doing a month from now that is keeping us really busy and very excited is that we are having a pan africa summit for incubating ideas between industry academia and government yeah so we are having it at the same week as the africa climate uh, summit this is actually a summit that's being held by the government of kenya and we've invited the globe really everyone across the world to come and discuss and exchange on climate solutions barriers to overcome and opportunities we are having our summit the bilab africa summit on 7th of september mm-hmm. and and the whole idea again is to bring now all these players especially business leaders to discuss mm-hmm. issues around how climate affects your business data being used as a force for good Mm. discuss about you know climate finance so mm. really the whole idea is as businesses how are we able to exchange ideas and climate solutions right mm. and network as well so we've mm. already had pre summit webinars we had one for francophone speaking uh, countries in africa and we also had another one that just happened uh, last week mm-hmm. and what we've been doing is we've actually been collecting data from businesses across africa on what do they want us to cover during the summit mm-hmm. right what's their understanding on climate what makes sense you know because we are really trying to actually come up with a summit that will help us solve uh, the issues and the challenges that we are having in africa and mm-hmm. then the whole idea as well is even during the summit even after the summit we are going to come up with a report that you are going to share with various stakeholders based on all this data that we've gotten from our pre-summit webinars from the main summit is, uh, as well we're also going to be doing a side event during the Africa Climate Summit that's being hosted again by the government of Kenya so it's a very exciting time and yeah i can I see mean, that it's not only for africa wherever you are you're more than welcome to join we do believe that you know for us to solve the climate crisis it is actually a global effort everybody needs to be in that conversation government businesses and industry and academia and that is our vision for the summit is to assist us in doing that it is not only for big corps it's for 
all types of businesses. So you're most welcome to join us and we're very excited. Thank you so much. Nadine, you're also welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Very exciting times ahead. I look forward to the summit in September. I always end the podcast with the same question to my guest. Could you please give one piece of advice to help people make a positive impact? Impact is what we do every day, right? It could be something that you're doing that creates more positive impact. It could be something that you're doing that creates negative impact. What I would say in terms of starting with how you'd make a positive impact, as an organization or as a business, this is just getting to the impact assessment. I am very passionate about sustainability and impact and what we do every day. I think we need to be our our brother's keeper. And when we do that, what that means is you now care about what you do for your fellow neighbor, right? Do I need to throw that trash on the street, right? What would I want this person to do for me? Then it becomes easier because we all want to be treated well and nicely, yeah? But so just think about it from an, what would you want? What would I want Nadine to do for me, right? In terms of, let's say, pollution, in terms of even how I hire, as even a leader, I would want my employees to feel that, you know what, I do genuinely care mm. about them. So mm. what, do, what can I do? How do I make sure that the environment I'm giving mm. yeah, is conducive for them to be able to perform and mm. also know as an organization we do care about mm. them, right? Mm. So I think it's more of thinking about what would you want to be done for you in return? Am I also being good to, you know, my neighbors, mm-hmm. my employees, mm-hmm. my uh, employer as well, mm-hmm. right? So is this a matter of making it very personal? Yeah, right? it starts with yeah. us, basically. It always and, starts yeah. with us. Yeah. It always starts with us. Each of us, if we do something, there's a lot of change we can see in this world. Yeah. So much change we can see in world. Right? I totally the agree. Ripple, the ripple effect will be felt. Yeah. 100%. Thank you so much, Lucy. It was very insightful conversation. I loved hearing, you know, where you stand right now at Bilab Africa and what's ahead actually of you and the team. So uh, very excited to watch this uh, journey from, uh, from Dubai. And I really hope that one day we can have this discussion face to face and not anymore, you know, on Zoom. I'd love that too, Nadine. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very passionate about sustainability and I'm always happy to have such conversations because it gives me hope that, you know what, we are moving in the right direction as a society globally. Thank you so much, Lucy. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button to Impact Talk. Stay tuned for our upcoming episode on Impact Talk, where no one is too small to make an impact.